everyone. It is great to see you and just looking forward to praising God together, sharing some requests, singing, and just having a great time as a church body and church family, really. So um, it's just really good to see you. Who knew we would have 60-degree weather yesterday and uh, a lot of rain. I didn't know we had a swimming pool in our backyard, but apparently we do. So, um, you know, anyways, uh, when we had all that rain, I think in December, the boys did a little mini polar plunge. They were outside in like 30 degrees with swim trunks on. So that was interesting. Brave souls. But we're like, well, go ahead, whatever, you know, you want to do it. So, but, uh, you know. God has kept us safe on the roads. Man, just uh, some interesting weather and a lot of snow everywhere but here, right? I think my in-laws have had about 15 inches of snow in the last week, I think, up in Pennsylvania. So, man, but it is great to see you, and uh, thanks for being here. Let's open up in a word of prayer, and then we'll sing a song in Christ alone. And as we pray, and before we sing that, just think about your life in Christ. He places us in the Father's hand, right, in John chapter 10, and no man can pluck us from our Father's hand. What a great, great truth. God, we thank you so much for allowing us to be here. We thank you for our church family, God. It's just so refreshing to be in an environment of friendliness, of camaraderie, of um, just wanting to meet each other's needs, God, in various ways. So we thank you for that. We thank you for our pastors and their leadership and their commitment to the faithful preaching and teaching of the Word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand together. We'll stretch our legs. We'll sing, In Christ Alone, Our Hope is Found. Think about the story that this song tells as we sing. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace. When fears are stilled, when striving cease, my comforter. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save, till on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. There in the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain, and bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again, and as he stands in victory, since curse has lost its grip on me, for I am here. 
guilt in life, no fear in death. No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. Life's first cry to final breath. Jesus commands my destiny. the power of God, isn't it? Amen. He is so powerful, so wonderful. Thank you. Please be seated. No power of hell or scheme of man. God's salvation is not a ShamWow commercial. Aren't you glad for that? Remember the old ShamWow that would dry up everything and clean everything in sight? Those things as seen on TV, they never work. Thankfully, salvation is not like that. And sorry if you're a ShamWow like... Uh, you know, uh, multi-market or whatever that's called, you know, the, the Amway stuff or whatever. But anyways, who will be first with a prayer request or a praise this evening? Yes, Miss Pat. Um, I just want to praise the Lord and have been praising the Lord. I got a call from my brother. Um, my brother, his name is Jim or Jimmy. I always call him Jimmy. But um, he's older than me. He's uh, just turned 83. Hmm. And um, he called me to let me know that he was in the hospital with pneumonia. He's not in good health either. I mean, he has heart troubles, kidney troubles, you know, diabetic, you name it. And he also fell two years ago, a fall like um, Terry had. Mm. Uh, they lost him twice in the emergency room and surgery, brought him back. Well, he wanted to let me know that he may not make it through this ordeal in the hospital. Uh, when they took him in, he said he, he really thought that was the end. And he wanted to tell me uh, how bad it was because um, he didn't want me to be shocked if I got a call from his stepdaughter about his passing. Uh, he lives in Front Royal and uh, so I inquired today with his stepdaughter um, how he was doing because he wasn't doing too good last night. And um, she was on. She was at the hospital getting ready to take him home. Great. And um, yes. Amen. Amen. And I had called all of our boys uh, to call to pray for their uncle, and they did. And uh, um, and I I believe it was an answer to prayer. Definitely. And I, I wanted to make sure of his salvation. I've asked him before, and he always assured me, you know, however, um, he, after he left home and everything, he was not a churchgoer or, mm -hmm. you know, so forth. And so, but he told me, he said, I'm born again. Amen. And he said, I've never been as close to the Lord as I have been these last, I guess, scary days that he's had. Yeah. And um, he said, if the Lord calls me home, I'm ready to go. He said, I just want you to be not shocked if you get a call. So um, I couldn't talk real long with him because he was having a hard time breathing and coughing and 
So mm-hmm. I got off the phone, but I just wanted to let you know, prayer works. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, praise God for that. And from uh, thinking you're going to die to getting driven home from the hospital, especially, you know, 83 and pneumonia and all that, man, that's great. What a testimony. Thank you for sharing that. Who will be next with the prayer request or praise? See Milton and then Pam will come down to you. We'll work back to front just to save Dave a little bit. There we go. Uh, good evening, family. Good evening. First, I want to praise God. Uh, sometimes we will pray about a thing. Sometimes I will pray about a certain thing. And in our hearts, we can almost taste it. That's what we want, you know. Lord, give that to me. And God says, it's not time yet. So we, he, he often has to give us to take a step back. It's almost like retraining, mm-hmm. crawling before you walk again. Uh, I accepted a position uh, at Sunrise Nursing Assisted, Assisted Nursing Facility in Annapolis, and the same things that I'm going through in their orientation classes are the same things that I just graduated in my CNA classes. Uh, so it's just to, to me, it's like a refresher. Mm-hmm. You know, part of me is saying, "Man, I'm bored. I'm so ready to get going." You know. Uh, but God is like, you know, well, what I had for you at the hospital, this will prepare you for that. So uh, I just want to thank him for that. Uh, sometimes, again, we want to jump out mm-hmm. and we're not ready for it. And God wants us to be ready. Definitely. You know? And so you're in orientation and uh, got a yeah. start date and all that. Yes, stuff. yes, Great. yes. So I, know, I think we were live streaming a few weeks ago, and I know the other opportunity when you were taking care of dad, I think, had uh, fallen that's, through, and we were praying for you. That's still ongoing, else. yes. He's been suffering with prostate. Uh, uh, I've had to run him back and forth to Southern Maryland, several different Kaiser campuses uh, around Christmas, New Year's, you know. So it's been an ongoing thing. Uh, men need to have themselves checked. You know, we do. Uh, whether it be a colonoscopy, uh, whatever, we need to have ourselves checked, you know, because we need to be around so we can still stand in the hedge. Absolutely. And, you know. Definitely. Uh, and what's your dad's name? Uh, his name is Hollowell. Hollowell? Uh, yes, or Jones. 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 Okay, <laughs> so we'll pray for him here in a minute and praise God for uh, your uh, praise there. We'll pass it to Pam if you don't mind. Thank you. Anybody that's been in our neighborhood knows our house sits at the bottom of like multiple hills mm-hmm. and we're in the gully. And about 15 years ago, we were out of the house during a bad storm like what we had yesterday. And we had a huge tree all the way from the back of the property hit the gutter of the house and fall across our whole backyard about 15 years ago. So yesterday I was a little bit anxious with Kevin bet, out of town. Yeah. And um, I just answered prayer that um, I... Nate sat there and watched another tree across the street from us fall into our neighbor's backyard. And I'm sitting here thinking about ours in our backyard. But God, you know, he blessed us and he blessed our neighbors. It didn't damage their property. It's just a tree down. So just praising God for that. Absolutely. I'm praising God that Cheryl's out of surgery and in recovery. And apparently the surgery went well. So just praising God for that. We've been in prayer for that. Um, Praying for Julia right now. Um, She's got good weather going south to Mississippi. Uh, from St. Louis. She left out this morning. Okay. Um, and the weather was warm enough that there was no more ice on the road in St. Louis. So Great. she was able to get out of St. Louis and get south. So, so far her trip's going uneventfully. We're just going to praise God for a safe delivery. Absolutely. And we're going we're gonna to count on it. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. 
Well, praise the Lord for that, and we'll, and we'll kind of pray for these requests as well right now. God, we do thank you for Cheryl's surgery going well, and it was major, and um, I know she mentioned that last week, and she had just had a lot of anxiety and worry, and God, naturally, you would going, uh, going under major surgery, but we thank you that that went well. We thank you that T is able to be with her, and we thank you for T's nursing background and who can communicate maybe for her on Cheryl's behalf and just to help Cheryl um, just recover. And we just pray for complete healing uh, for Cheryl, and we're just trusting you for that. We thank you for uh, Julia's trip going uh, good so far back down to uh, Mississippi where she lives and uh, takes care of her patients. So we just pray for uh, her continued travels, that they, she would be safe. Thank you that the, the ice wasn't an issue there in St. Louis. And I believe Kevin is still traveling as well on work. So we, we lift him up. We pray that you'd show him favor as he teaches in his job role or whatever he's doing, God. I pray that you just give him the, the wisdom there. We do thank you for uh, Milton's um, request. And we thank you that the training that he's going um, that is going on right now in the new facility where he'll be working is more of a refresher, and we just thank you for providing a job for him. We do lift up his dad, Jones, and his ongoing health situations, and thank you that Milton is able to take him back and forth to the various appointments, and we just pray for healing there. We also want to praise you, God, for, uh, for Pam's praise and just keeping the, the neighborhood safe with the storms yesterday, which were quite intense, and even though a tree came down that no houses were damaged, and we just thank you for your protection there. In Jesus' name, amen. Pam, one more. Only one more now. Uh, this text from Julia while we were praying. She's home safe. Oh, great. So Julia made it home. Wow, that's the quickest answer to prayer. We prayed and 30 seconds later. Who else has another one? Yeah. You know what, Melanie? I've been praying for a million dollars. I guess God needs to take me back and only give me 999000 I don't know. All right, Troy. Okay. A praise and a prayer request. All right. The praise is, I got a very good report from the ophthalmologist last Thursday. Great. Everything's healthy. Everything's fine structurally. No problems there. Prayer request is, I found out this morning that my brother Randy had cataract surgery on his right eye yesterday. And they will do the left eye on the 23rd. Okay, so praying for Randy's got some cataract. Right. Uh, issues that they're taking care of. But sounds like the first one went well. And uh, praise the Lord for a good report. And who else has more answer to prayer? Two. That's two we prayed for last week and two that were answered this week. All right, we're two for two. And baseball, that's batting 1,000. He'd be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Who's next with their prayer requests or praise? If not, we'll sing a few more songs. And you know what? I just realized my phone list and my song list is on my phone, which is in the back pew. Um, so I don't know if I can obtain that or there's a way to cheat the song list on the back screen. God will make a way. That's fine. They'll, they'll just plug it on the uh, plug it on the screen there and we'll go with it. God will make a way when there seems to be no way. God will make a
maybe think of something he's done for you in your life as you sing to him. God will make a way when there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my guide. Hold me closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day, he will make a way. God will make a way. Amen. Well, a praise for our family. Rebecca had a good appointment yesterday. We'll be starting some new medicine and continue on, continuing on some of the same medicine. But we just praise the Lord for some good progress there. So we thank you for your prayers. Definitely still recovering, but uh, better than uh, the month of September and really, the, you know, the previous, you know, early last year. So we're just praising God uh, for that. So thank you for your prayers there. Who else with the prayer request or praise? Yes, Tracy. And is there anyone else while we get the microphone to Tracy that wants to get in the queue? Miss Bobby, so we will make Dave come all the way back up front. I just want to praise God for this church. Um, the last couple years have been rough for us, but um, this past Friday, um, I just thank you guys for your love. We got to had a, a lot of people reach out to me. It was the second year anniversary of my mom, but also the year anniversary of Marcus moving out. So it was a day that I was not looking forward to, but I had a lot of people from here reach out and love on me and the kids at school just loved on me, so I'm just thankful for you guys, you know. Somebody always seems to call or text just at the right moment, so I'm just thankful for you guys. Great. Well, thank you for sharing that, and praise God. Despite difficult circumstances, God is faithful, and God uses his people to encourage others. Uh, Miss Bobby up front, Dave. One time we should just see how many steps Dave walks in a service. He's probably got to walk at least a mile on Wednesdays. Well, I did, first of all, I want to say I had a wonderful three weeks with my family. We went to Tennessee for Christmas. It was great. great. What part of Tennessee? Well, it was like 25 miles uh, one side of Nashville. Nice. And it's very nice, yeah. My brother-in-law lives near Nashville. Oh, hey. And what, what, where we stayed, there was like a step down in a couple of the rooms. Mm -hmm. Like when I, last Thanksgiving, I fell and because of a step down and broke my arm. Well, I remember. My, my granddaughter, Kelly, fell. But she, luckily, she didn't break anything, but she did sprain her ankle. Ah. So. She doing better now? Oh, I think, she, yeah, she's doing better. Great. And, um. I pray for Betty Moody. She's been in the, well, she's in rehab right now. I hear she might be coming home soon, but it's been so long that she's been there. I, I don't know how long she's been in the hospital, but I pray that she gets home soon. Well, we will certainly pray for her. Yeah. And also that. my my friend, Sandy Manahan, she was having jaw problems, and she had a procedure done. I Oh, and I pray that it heals uh, quickly. She also found out she has cataracts, and uh, 
something else with the eye, but I think she went today, I haven't talked to her today, to the eye doctor, so pray that her eye situation would be good. Okay. And her jaw would heal quickly. We will certainly pray for that. Thank you. We'll lift up Betty. I know, uh, Thank believe you, it or not, Betty and okay. Rebecca are Facebook Messenger. Uh, you know, they kind of text back and forth on Facebook Messenger. It's kind of fun. So, Miss Betty, if you're watching or we get to talk to you, hello. Uh, so we're praying for Betty. Great trip with family for three weeks. It's always great to be around family. So we'll pray for that uh, here in a minute. Is there someone else with a prayer request or praise before we pray for uh, Bobby's request? Yes, Murky? Uh, praise is uh, yesterday I had my mole removal surgery. It went well, great. but the, the stared shot, oh, oh, what shot is that? The anesthetic. Uh-huh. Was, it's like giving birth. <laughs> I but would say I know well, what you I'm mean, sorry. but I don't know what you mean. <laughs> this is so bad. But um, I'm feeling a bit better. Still have, uh, I still have stitches. Okay. So it's kind of hard to move, and I'm sore. And then today I went to uh, uh, prayers for that uh, because I will be having surgery. <laughs> like I'm broken. Uh, for the carpal tunnel release because I've uh. been feeling a lot of tingliness there. Mm -hmm. And it's not helping. I can even feel it now. And then I think the doctor hit something because as soon as I got to the car, I got a shooting pain that really made me cry. Usually I can tolerate a lot of pain because my middle name is pain. No, not that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was calling my husband and I was crying. So I just want to go home. So I felt like I was going to faint. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, you know, severe pain that I mm -hmm. was having, but uh, I, I went to sleep. He helped me pick up the kids, and I really appreciate that. And uh, I got to get some rest. Praise God for uh, right now the pain has gone down a little bit. And please pray for my uh, second opinion, glaucoma testing tomorrow. So I have to That's be there at 7 a.m., Okay. And it ends at 10, and it's going to be stressful because I am losing sleep and uh, stressful for the coming Saturday that yeah. some of you, yeah. Every, that everything goes well. <laughs> yes. So, so I should play you in ping pong now while you're distracted. I, I'm pretty sure you can beat me so now. I have a chance of beating you. I'm pretty sure, right. yes. I'm 100%. Murky and Pastor Chuck, too. <laughs> ping pong team, so she is very good at ping pong. Pastor Chuck can beat me like maybe... I'd be zero, and he'll be 11. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you too. So played a lot of ping pong against my brother-in-law, who's also very good over Christmas. But oh, wow. well, we will certainly pray Thank for you. these. And another answer Thank you to so prayer much. of the things we prayed for last week, a good appointment at the um, epidermis, I guess. Is that what they're called? Skin doctor, getting, getting the mole removed. What is it called? Dermatologist. What did I just say? Dermatologist. Is that an actual job? Well, I know the layer of skin, but epidermist. Normally, if you add an "ist" to the end, it just sounds very intelligent. So, whatever. For, forget I even said that. So, what's that? Yeah, it's like the little to see what. So we'll pray for that. Oh, that's great, though. That's what we prayed for last week. Well, let's pray for these. God, we do lift up Murky and her health, and she's going to have uh, her wrist operated on soon with the uh, glaucoma test tomorrow, God. I know she has a lot of anxiety around that, God. We just pray that you would give her a good night's rest, that she would not be 
uh, too worried about it, that just everything would go well. We're just trusting you for favorable results. We thank you that the mole removal went well. Thank you that it appears to be benign. So we just praise you uh, for that as well. And just the different events happening on, uh, on Saturday and doctor's appointments here and there. It's just a lot happening all at once. So we just lift her up and we're just trusting you uh, to carry her through these different appointments and complete healing as well. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, who's next with the prayer request? If not, we'll sing. Oh, Steve, I see your hand. Dave's right behind you. And just a praise and a prayer. Uh, for our Saturday went well, as always. We had about five laborers in three spots and a little over five, 500 and something tracks again Great. went out. So, And we've been having some favor with um, nobody's been really harassing us being out there. And so that's been good. Um, and God actually was pretty good on Saturday because we thought the weather was going to be a lot worse when we went out there. But it actually was spared. It drizzled maybe a little bit, but not enough to really hinder us. And so we're able to get out, set a lot of receptive people. And so we're still blowing through the tracks. We got some coming in, but more coming in, but we really need more people to just come out and be a blessing with us, spend an hour with us, um, 30 mm-hmm. minutes, whatever you can spare and see how easy it is to give out a ton of tracks and talk to people about Jesus. It's just a blessing to do. Absolutely. And I'm amazed. I was able to kind of in, in an indirect way, share the gospel with some of our management team because someone will say something and it sounds biblical and then you're able to kind of like spin it in a biblical way by using an actual Bible verse. Um, so it's cool to have witnessing opportunities and especially Saturday if you're able to come out to take advantage of giving the gospel to others. If you wouldn't mind praying for outreach and then could you please pray for one of my managers, Brian. His mom is well into her 80s, I think, and Brian and Kathy have come to our musical the past couple years. They live near Culpeper, actually, and they drive all the way here for the Christmas musical. But uh, Brian's mom has been staying with them for the past six weeks, went home, called them and said she couldn't move. She thinks maybe she she broke something. Uh, She fell a couple weeks ago, so it sounds like she's going to have to maybe move in semi-permanent with Brian uh, and his family. So was it like her hip or something, they think? or uh, They're unsure. She went, uh, I think she was going today either to the hospital or was admitted to the hospital as they try to figure out. She has osteoporosis in her back, I think, so just any little fall can really be quite severe if she falls the wrong way. And her name escapes me right now. Okay. We'll pray. Thank Let's you. pray. Lord, thank you once again for this opportunity to be in your house. Thank you for everyone that's able to be here and For those that aren't able to be here, I pray that you'll just be with them and that they're able to watch online and be encouraged by the the fellowship they can still have while they're away. And then, God, we first uh, lift up um, Brian and his mom, the situation uh, with her where she went home and had that injury after staying with him for a while. And they're trying to figure out what's going on there. And it looks like um, eventually she may have to move uh, move in with Brian and his wife. And so we just pray. For that, God, that doctors would have wisdom to figure out what's going on and then have a long-term care solution. Um, Obviously, hearing that she has osteoporosis doesn't make it easy for her. um, Obviously, her bones would be weaker, but we just pray for strength and healing and that they'll figure it out and have the right treatment so she can heal from it and be able to move about again. And that if she does have to move back in, that it would be uh, just a seamless transition, that she would uh, still feel like she has some kind of independence and not um, feel burdened that she has to move in with her son, but that it would just be a a wonderful time of fellowship if she has to move back in. And we thank you for for them for actually coming during the Christmas season to the programs that we have here and being blessed by them. And we just pray, God, that you'll be with them 
and encourage them and help them. Let me thank you for Michael that being there to witness to them and just being here to listen to them as well. And as he's a manager, but also just being there as a Christian to listen and, and pray for them as, as they need it. And God, we also pray for our Saturday outreach. We thank you for everyone that's come out already and those that come on a regular basis. And even for those that pray for us on a regular basis, when we put the updates and we put the notifications of where we're going to be, we thank you for everyone that even takes a moment to pray for us, God. And we thank you for every track you've allowed us to give out. We understand that it's not um, not by our might, not by our power, but by God's spirit, by, by your will, by your hand, by your Holy Spirit working through us. And so, God, we pray, God, that you would just continue to get the glory through all that happens out there. We pray for every track that's given out. We pray that everyone who takes one would receive it uh, gladly, that they would read it, that they'd be convicted by the Holy Spirit to first be led to trust in Christ and be saved and reconciled to you and then be led to take the step to come to our church and allow us to be a blessing to them and allow us to encourage them and love on them. And Lord, we just pray for all the tracks that are coming in. We pray for more laborers, for people to get a burden for lost people around them, to take time to pray for the lost, to prepare what they're going to say to the lost, and then come out with us and preach and proclaim Christ to the lost. And we just thank you, God, for all you're doing through this church and ask that you'd continue to use us and push this forward, keeping you at the forefront. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we pray for Andy Sullivan's friend, Jim McDaniel, I believe, as I try to open my phone here and read the text. Uh, he is recovering from a stroke, if you recall. We mentioned him in prayer last week. He was released earlier than expected from the inpatient rehab center yesterday and went home with his wife, uh, Pam. So he's going to begin outpatient rehab tomorrow. So uh, a praise there. Got released earlier than expected and uh, looks to be uh, recovering you know, as you can after having a stroke, but uh, just praise God for that. We'll continue to pray for him, but, you know, starting outpatient rehab tomorrow. So what a praise when you anticipate being in the hospital much longer than that. So uh, another answer to prayer. And then I see that Gwen Rett, which, who is Anisha's mom, she's home and recovering from pneumonia. Remember, she was in the hospital last week, so just another answer to prayer. And uh, just, you know, just really cool. I know often maybe we don't bring up answers to prayer. We know they happen, but sometimes it's good to just say it out loud and recognize what God is doing, isn't it? Uh, we do want to pray for T. Smith's brother Carson, who was found unresponsive on the floor this morning. So he's been taken to the hospital for evaluation. And th this is in kind of the prayer uh, sheet in the back. And then Susan and Debbie, I'm assuming maybe are traveling um, this Sunday. So pray things go well. Is this a business or pleasure, as they say? Oh, there we go. So, um, man, I kind of want to go on vacation with you guys one time because there's like epic adventures that Debbie and Susan go on. If you don't know, just ask them, you know, roller coasters, arcades. I don't know, whatever. I'm sure you guys have done it all. But we'll pray for you all and then, uh, you know, new dog sitter watching the dogs while um, they're away. And then Debbie's dad, Rusty, remember he was in the accident last week. Uh, in a lot of pain and pray that he does what he's supposed to do so he can heal up and that uh, church family and local family will do what they need to do to kind of support him there in North Carolina because Rusty strikes me as a guy, I don't know him well, but I'm assuming he likes to do many things by himself with uh, little, little help, but, you know, as we all do from time, but just pray that he's receptive uh, to the help that he needs as he recovers. Um, 
All right, but before we pray for those, is there someone else with a prayer request or praise? Okay, let's lift these up. I'm going to ask, uh, well, I've read them off, so I won't ask someone else to remember, so I'll just go ahead and pray for these. God, we do uh, lift these requests up to you. We pray for T's brother, Carson. Uh, thank you that he was, I guess, able to be responsive enough to be taken to the hospital, and they're just trying to figure out what's going on. So we do lift him up, and I know T is with uh, Cheryl right now, so uh, we just we pray for T as she tries to, I'm sure, help out with the different family dynamics there while also trying to take care of Cheryl. So we lift up Carson, and we just pray for answers there. We also lift up Rusty. God, thank you for protecting him from uh, more serious injury in the accident. I believe the vehicle was totaled, so we just thank you for protecting him. But we ask that you just give him the calm that he needs to do what he needs to do to recover um, so that he can get back to good health. We pray that uh, the church there and local family will, will just step up and do what they need to do and help him out with whatever, running errands, taking him to doctor's appointments, just doing the little things maybe around the house so he can just, again, get the rest he needs and recover uh, completely. We do thank you that uh, Gwen Red is out of the hospital. Thank you that she's home. We just pray for her continued recovery and that, that pneumonia would go away completely and you'll restore her to, to good health. We do also pray for Susan and Debbie as they travel on vacation, God, and just have a, as they have a good time, and I know they just go on some great adventures, so we pray that you just bless them with a good time, safety, and uh, just refreshment as they kind of disconnect from work life and just kind of plug into uh, just rest and relaxation. I pray that that would be a good trip for them, and then as the, the new sitter for the dogs uh, is kind of coming over and feeding and letting them out and everything, that everything would go smoothly with that there would be no complications in jesus name amen okay our next song is all hail king jesus all hail emmanuel think about jesus as he was riding on the donkey into jerusalem were they singing this song probably not but imagine as you see jesus face to face one day what will you sing to him what will you say to him perhaps we'll sing this song i don't know all hail King Jesus, all hail Emmanuel, King of kings, Lord of lords, bright morning star, and throughout eternity I'll sing your What a hard concept to understand, yet at the same time, what a great concept to try and understand. 
Um, man, have you ever seen where they put color to like galaxies from like NASA telescopes? There's no way that that kind of stuff happened by chance. And we're discovering galaxies and the galaxy is ever expanding. We can't understand that. Um, you know, and humans, you know, here we are, we're trying to populate Mars, which, I mean, hey, that's pretty ambitious, uh, but, you know, are we ever going to colonize Mars? Who knows? Probably not, but, I don't know, would you take a plane to Mars? Maybe you're that adventurous. Maybe Susan and Debbie definitely would take a vacation uh, to Mars, but I don't know if I would. Anyone else with a prayer request or praise before we pray for some others on our prayer list? All right, well, let's go ahead and do that. Is there someone out there that has a prayer list? Dave, may I pass this to you? Would you be able to kind of just lift up, you have one there, lift up some of the folks in our church who are recovering. I think of Miss Terry, uh, Teresa, Ken Harriet from back surgery. I know pastor just had that nerve, that burning of the nerve procedure last Wednesday, I believe. So uh, continue to pray for him and uh, the others on the list, if you would. That's kind of middle, middle section under recovering there. Thank you. Dear Lord, thank you for uh, this evening. Lord, uh, we pray for uh, Terry Schneider and her continued um, uh, recovery, Lord, long recovery, uh, balance issues, and, and, and we just uh, we see her uh, making uh, some progress, but uh, Lord, everything's in your hands and your time. Lord, we think of Teresa Conrad and her ongoing health uh, concerns there, and Ken Harriet with his back, and and Cheryl and and her having uh, surgery. Lord, and we uh, thank you uh, that T is there with her. Uh, we think of uh, Rebecca Morgan. Lord, and uh, just recovering from um, diseases, Lord, that uh, little critters bring to us. And, and we see uh, John O'Neill, and uh, sure wish he would have been here for around Christmas time, but we understand all the, the health challenges and getting around and everything. Pastor Snyder with his uh, back and his nerve endings be, being cauterized and things just have to heal up and he'll be uh, uh, in better shape. And uh, for Pam Solwyn and her uh, shoulder, Lord, we thank you that uh, she's got good range of motion now. And of course, uh, T. Smith and her collarbone still healing up and for Andy and Andy Sullivan and probably for his ongoing uh, pains in you know in his back and everything and uh, fighting to get compensation Lord uh, and uh, that's got to be a trial in itself but Lord um, all this is uh, kind of temporary when you think of eternity and uh, thank you for the blessed hope that we have. And it, it, it's going to be a, a fun time. If And there's no time in heaven, but it's going to be a blast. 
In Jesus' name, amen. You know, Dave prayed there, looking for that hope. I think it's in Titus, looking for that blessed hope and the great appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm paraphrasing maybe a bit, but man, what a great, great truth. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Well, let's sing that chorus, God is so good. He is so good to us, isn't he? Let's praise him together. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. He cares for me. He cares for me. service tonight. Is there someone else with the prayer request or praise? All right. Well, we're going to continue praying for those in our church or maybe loved ones of members and attenders of our church. I'm thinking of Gail Ailing, Teresa's sister, Michelle Chapman, Tony DeJong, Doug Gregory, uh, Peggy Griffin, uh, my grandmother, Jane Morgan. And uh, we're also praying, you know, maybe tuck this away in your Bible. Maybe you, you, if you read from like a physical Bible, it's kind of a good practice maybe to fold this and put it in your Bible and take it out maybe every other morning or every morning if you, if you can. Praying for the church in Peru that we're sponsoring and Lord willing, I know Pastor Chuck and Pastor Schneider will be taking a trip down there to kind of check things out and then Lord willing we'll take a missions trip later on in the year down there. So a plug for you all to attend a missions trip where the church pay, you know, the church puts out a good portion of that for your trip. And, um, you know, just a great opportunity for our church to continue ministering to the people of Peru. And then those in our church who can't attend as regularly as they would like, Joe Dillon, who, you know, lives in the Veterans Home in Charlotte Hall, and Betty Gardner and Peggy Griffin as well. And then our salvation list, we won't read every name, but we need to be praying for these folks. And I, I, I looked at, you know, I think of um, two specifically on here, not necessarily names because we don't know their names, but all prisoners behind bars and the families of Christians killed by jihadists in Nigeria. Think about those dynamics there. You know, our mechanic at work, he, he actually found God or came back to God while he was in prison for four years. And uh, starting reading the Bible more, uh, was saved, uh, got baptized, and attends church uh, fairly regularly uh, there, kind of in the Fredericksburg area. So um, not that it takes everybody to get back to Christ by going to jail for multiple years, but uh, that's his story, and just what an incredible story of redemption that God allowed him to 
uh, experience there. So think about maybe you know somebody or have a family member uh, in prison. I know I had a roommate in college. He would get a phone call from his dad on his birthday, and the recording would say from the Colorado State Penitentiary, Penitentiary, and he would get a call uh, from his dad. So think about that and the dynamics that families experience there, but most importantly, the salvation that needs to take place in the lives of men and women who are, are in prison for various things. And then families of Christians, we're praying for those in Nigeria, but then also uh, around the world. We don't experience to the le- anywhere near the level of Christians around the world and the persecution that they experience in Nigeria, North Africa, the Middle East, India, China, all these different places. You know, the gospel is being proclaimed, but there is a lot of people that don't want the gospel to be uh, proclaimed. And that should energize us to want to do something about it. Maybe we can't go, but maybe we can give to missions like our church leadership desires us to do. And if you're not giving to missions, you're definitely missing out. It's not a, you know, you don't plant you don't give $5 and expect $5. God doesn't necessarily work exact for exact. But I think there is a good principle, like Pastor says, you know, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also, and then God rewards obedience. Certainly, we have seen that in our family's life. You know, we're paying for Rebecca's doctor's appointments and everything out of pocket, no insurance. So God has just provided a way for that. Certainly, we're thankful for the medication. That's covered under insurance. But the visits to the doctor, some of the testing, it's not covered by insurance. And God has met every single need along the way. And we are just praising God uh, for that. And that is not a coincidence. And we're not puffing ourselves up. You know, God has provided well with job and different things. But just following his commands Staying out of debt and doing things the right way has really helped our family. So we just praise God for that. So all that to say, give to missions because we need to get the gospel around the world. So let's close in a word of prayer. We'll lift up those on our salvation list and then we'll hear from Pastor. God, we want to lift up two requests in in, in, uh, particular. And of course, all these names are of great importance to you, God. And you want everyone to be saved. You sent your son Jesus to die for the whole world. And we thank you for that. We thank you that there is no big scale at the end of our life where you place our good works and our bad works on it. And if our good works outweigh it, well, great, we have a ticket to heaven. We're we're thankful that it doesn't work that way. We're thankful for your grace and mercy. We're thankful for the salvation that no doubt the majority, if not all of us in this room tonight, have experienced personally. So we want to pray for prisoners behind bars. We want to pray for those Christians in Nigeria and those who are under persecution, the families of Christians in Nigeria who were killed. We want to pray, God, that you would use these circumstances, whether it's what someone did to, to merit spending time in prison or what someone did not do for just simply being a Christian but losing their life because of their faith. We pray that all of these situations would point people to you. We know that the devil has blinded the minds, or excuse me, the eyes of them, the minds that believe not. And so there's so many excuses that we make, even as Christians, why we don't serve you, why we don't give, why we don't attend church, and we make excuses and we have salvation, God. But those who don't have God, we know that they are without excuse. You have given man conscience. You have given man creation. 
but in you had also impressed on missionaries' hearts to get the gospel to the world. So we pray that we would not sit by idly, idly and not participate in the different programs our church has, whether it's outreach on Saturday, whether it's giving the gospel to our co-workers during the week, whether it's giving to missions, God. It's about getting the gospel out. It's not about puffing ourselves up. It's not about vain knowledge. It's not about this or that or out of tradition of men. It's solely about you, God, and you, what you did by sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. We are just so thankful for our salvation. I know many times I just take it for granted. Maybe not out loud verbally, but I just don't think about it out of the busyness of life. And we just get up and we just go, go, go. And we never take time to stop and just thank you for what you've done in our lives. So we just praise you for that. I praise you, God, for um, my wife's recovery. And we just praise you for providing the needs in various ways and the school here, we just never anticipated us having to put our children in school uh, with kind of what our family decided long ago. But you have met the need. You have just provided the right timing. And we just thank you, thank you, thank you for that. We pray for the others on our list, God, who are, are not saved. Different family members represented uh, on this list by those who attend our church. So we just pray that you would give us opportunities, whether coming up at family events, whether through social media, whether through mailing them something or just in-person conversations, God, that we would be able to rejoice as well as we have tonight with those accepting Christ and just hearing of their testimony of salvation. We want to pray for the church in Peru that we're sponsoring, and we're just so thankful for that, that we're able to send them, you know, over the course of the year, $10,000 or potentially more of our mission's money. And we pray that the established church that will be started would be fruitful, that there will be uh, men and women of Peru who will be able to just learn about ministry and, and men as they start additional churches and their wives as they come alongside their husbands and just as they get the gospel to Peru. We just pray for our pastors as they'll be traveling down for wisdom on exactly what to do, how far to extend themselves, how far to extend our mission's money to this church, and then, Lord willing, our trip happening later on this year, God, that you would just prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, and just prepare our church in general to place a great importance on getting the gospel to the world and to our, our local neighborhoods as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's go to Psalms, and uh, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Yesterday, Pastor Chuck and I went to uh, a preacher's meeting in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and, uh, which is a little over an hour, getting down there. And then afterwards, we went across to uh, St. Mary's Hospital to see Harry Mosby and uh, be praying for Harry. He's having a rough time. It's heart issues. It's a genetic thing. It's very rare. I, I couldn't understand what he was saying. I don't think he knew exactly what it's called. It's not normal to have at his age. It's usually people in their at least 70s or 80s that get it, but both of his parents had it. They did genetic testing and said, you got it from both parents. That's why you have this when you're so young. 
So pray for him. He needs a defibrillator and possibly a heart transplant. So uh, keep Harry in prayer. Yesterday was not the day to, to make that long drive. It was over 150 miles and uh, lovely weather that we had. But uh, I, I appreciate prayers for my wife. She is uh, she's doing well, but uh, it's an up and down process. And right now we're dealing with uh, what is probably a kidney stone issue. We see the urologist on Friday. Her therapist last week said, listen, we need to stop. And you need to cancel your appointments for next week, this week, until you get this taken care of and then come back. So she's had to put that on hold and uh, just keep praying for her. And then uh, I had the nerve burning done last week on my sacroiliac joint. That takes, it's supposed to take up to two weeks to take effect. It always takes me closer to three I just figure I'm old and slow, I guess. I don't know. I've had it done multiple times, unfortunately, about a little over every year I get it done. But uh, I had to stop the therapy for my back surgery because of the SI joint getting in the way. So, so both Terry and I had to suspend uh, therapy sessions for a while. Mine's been a little longer. But uh, God is good. You know, he, he is just Good. I had. Uh, I was prepared to go back to First John today. If you'd asked me early this morning, what are you preaching tonight? I would have said First John. We'll be in First John chapter four. I was ready, and God said, "No, you're going to Psalm 27." Um, I had an early morning meeting, a Zoom meeting with. Uh, I'm in a peer mentoring group with guys that I met in Panama. Uh, there's five of us that uh, meet. We'll meet. Uh, three more times. It was all uh, set up, and uh, it's kind of teaching, mentoring, as well as just being uh, together. And these guys are wonderful. Uh, the guy leading it is from Nigeria, and uh, you know we we prayed for people affected by the jihadists there. He lives in UK in the United Kingdom because his son was kidnapped, and they had to negotiate to get him back. He escaped the kidnappers. Then they tried to kidnap him again, and the police came and said, listen, we don't know who's after you, but you are not safe. You, you need to get out of here. So he moved his family to the United Kingdom. He's been there a few years now, but God's called him back to Nigeria. And next year, he's going back to Nigeria. So it's like, pray for me. I, I'm scared, but my kids are grown now. And uh, I'm not putting my kids in danger, but I'm putting my life in danger. And uh, uh, God bless them. We, you know, as Brother Mike said, we don't face those things. You know, nobody's trying to kidnap me. If they got me, they wouldn't want me. You know? but we don't face that. Christians around the world face that. This man was pastoring a church in Nigeria. And so they were after him. Um, it's tough. But in that meeting today, one of the guys, he's, uh, it was really interesting. I just started thinking about it. We got five guys, and we're in four different countries. St. Vincent uh, in the Caribbean, the United Kingdom, um, the guys down in Chile, so, and, and two of us in the United States. And I thought, here we are just talking seamlessly. The technology is amazing. 
And I just thank God for it. I could fellowship with other Christians. And the guy in St. Vincent, he's the youngest of the group, but he talked about he, was, uh, he, he started off the year fasting the first week of the year. Oh, wow. He said, with one goal, to seek God's face. And that just hit me. I thought, wow. And I thought of the verse. I didn't know where it was at first, but it's in Psalm 27, uh, verse 8, when it said, When thou sayest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. We need to seek the face of God. We often seek his blessings. You know, we pray for the blessings. How much time? I, I was just convicted that God... Because uh, I'm going through some stuff, going through a, a lot of stuff right now. With uh, uh, We had an insurance change at the church, and uh, it's like nobody can process anything properly. Everything, I was supposed to have the nerve burning back in November, and the insurance company wouldn't cover it. And they tried something else, and it didn't work. And I said, you know what? i I got to have it done. I went to the place and said, what will it cost me? They said, $1,600. I'm like, whoo. I said, you know what? I got to have it. If I needed a, a crown on my tooth, it would cost that much. So I said, all right, sign me up. I'm going to have to do it. I'm just have to bite the bullet and do it. And before I got there, I got a letter from the, I called the insurance company to file an appeal. The doctor said, you're wasting your time. You know, we saw their decision. They don't reverse that. They reversed it. And they're paying for it. I thought, okay, God's good. He took care of it. Um, just keep trusting. But it's so easy to look for the blessings because I'm dealing with that. I've had oh, an absolute nightmare with one of Terry's prescriptions this past week. It's been unbelievable. Uh, the number of hours trying to get through the pharmacy and the insurance and everything else. Doctor had to get involved. Big mess. Praise the Lord, I finally got the prescription today. Um, and it's, some, it's one of her seizure medications. She kind of has to have it. And she will, would have run out Friday morning. So it was getting, we're at the crunch time. We, we look for, you know, I need this, I need this, I need this. Seek his face. It just hit me. You know, I need to seek the face of God. So I want to look at this psalm, and I, I, I've taken a little long in introducing this, and it's uh, already 8 o'clock, so I will finish at 8.15, and we're going to finish this psalm up next week. We'll just look at it, some of it tonight and some of it next week. And uh, in, the, in the first three verses, it is a psalm of David. I think I mentioned that. We see his confidence. Look in verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And there's a wonderful little chorus that uh, uh, written from that verse. Jesus is the light. The light of the world is Jesus. He is our salvation. Is he your salvation? You know that you have Jesus. That is the most important thing in the world. 
The world's going crazy. We know that. The world's going crazy. It gets crazier all the time. I never would have believed 20 years ago the things that they're talking about. I would have said, you're, you're on drugs to think those will be the issues in the United States in 2024. It, it's, there's craziness out there. And it's only getting worse. And it'll keep getting worse. God's still good. God is my salvation. He doesn't just give. Jesus doesn't just give light and salvation. He is light and he is salvation. We don't need to fear the power of darkness. The devil does not have the victory. David is speaking here and he's speaking from a point of victory. Light always defeats darkness. You have never in your life seen darkness defeat light. Ever. I, I remember a man telling a story years ago. Uh, it's a cute story. His, his daughter was afraid of the dark, because most kids are at some point in their life. It's funny to me how babies have no fear of the dark at all. And then kids develop a fear of the dark. And some outgrow it, and some adults are still afraid of the dark. And, uh, you know, the dark is kind of scary. Uh, but she was afraid of the dark and didn't want to go in her room because it was dark in there. And her dad went in and turned on the light. And she said, where did the dark go? And then she said, I know, it's under the bed. <laughs> Which is a cute story, but the truth is, light Chases the dark away. The dark cannot stick around where the light is. We have the light of the world, Jesus. Amen. He is light. And the darkness flees from the light. I had, uh, I, I mentioned I had a uh, really hard time with Terry's prescription. It was, it, it, it was totally unreasonable. And just to the point of ridiculous, and I was actually lied to a few times uh, because the new insurance said to use this mail-order pharmacy. It's much cheaper if we use them. So we did use them. And, and they would tell me, okay, it's good. We're processing it. And then, well, what happened? Why hasn't it shipped yet? And I call them. Oh, it's on hold. Why? They don't know. I had to get the doctor in, and he got it cleared, and the insurance company cleared it. Okay, we're all good. Last Thursday, it's all good. Saturday, why didn't I get an email saying that it was shipped? I called them. It's on hold. Why? Nobody knows. Nobody knows why. It's just on hold. And she's got three medications she has to have. Two of them we have a little bit of a surplus of. You know, we don't have to fill them on that day. We do just have some cushion. The one we don't have a cushion of is the one that's a problem. That's not coincidence. And so I'm arguing with them to the point of day after day after day. I said, look, we're at the point of a medical emergency here. And the lady told, said, well, what made you think you could use a mail-order pharmacy when it's a medical emergency? I'm like, oh, I started with this 10 days ago. You know, it's, I didn't wait till the last minute, but it was, it got crazy. And I... God in the flesh with more than one person, to be honest. It was not good. I was wrong. 
And, and I did apologize to a couple of people. Um, I, I did, finally I just got, I said, I, I can't, it's not going to work. Just cancel it. I said, just cancel the order. We'll go to CBS and get it filled. I'll pay more money. I don't care. I can't deal with it anymore. I, I tried to go to CBS. They said, can, it's not eligible for refill until the end of March. I said, these people have it on hold and they haven't filled it. So I had to get a hold of them. It took four phone calls to get the order canceled. That's how bad it was. And the, the last guy, he was really good. He said, sir, can I help you with anything else? I said, yes. You have been really good. You are far too good to work for the company you work for. <laughs> Please go get another job. <laughs> I, I was wrong to say that, but he didn't know what to say. And, and then, so we got it to CBS and got a, a text yesterday from CBS while Pastor and Chuck and I were driving that it was on hold because they didn't have it. I'm like, what? and then it hit me. This is the devil. Mm -hmm. And you say, you're a pastor. You should have known that sooner. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it hit me. This is the devil, and we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And I've been wrestling against flesh and blood. And the only thing I've accomplished is driving myself crazy. If I had beat my head against the wall, I would have, have accomplished more because at some point I would have knocked some sense into myself. Uh, I said, I'm going about this the whole wrong way. God, I can't fix this. I need you. Fix this. I drove to CVS today because CVS is not the most efficient place in the world either. They're terrible, actually. They said it was on order, and I went in, and they said, sir, it's on order. I said, would you mind checking your shelf? Because when it comes in, you guys never figure out that it, there's a glitch in your computer. I know this by experience. It, it could be on the shelf, and they'll tell me for a week it's, it's still on, on order, on order, on order. She came back, I don't know what happened. It, it, it's there. And I walked out with the medicine about half an hour or so later. So as soon as I turn it over to God, 24 hours later, I've got the medicine. I'm like, duh. <laughs> Sometimes I need to listen to myself preach. Uh, you know, we can, the devil's really good at deceiving us. He really is. He's very clever and he's very subtle. And you think, oh, there's just this minor little problem and it snowballs, and next thing you know, you're all in the flesh trying to fix it instead of, wait a minute. If he hit it real hard, real big right at front, you'd, you'd back up and say, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Oh, okay, I need God. When it's little, we think we can fix it. It's just a little problem. There are no little problems. The devil turns, I sort of say, mountains into molehills, molehills into mountains, He's very good at that. He starts with something little and lets it get worse and worse and worse and worse. And then finally we have to step back and say, wait a minute. Why didn't I go to God right from the start? Why didn't I just trust God with this from the start? Uh, David is here and say, he is my light. He is my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? I don't need to be afraid of anybody. Right. I've got God. 
Romans 8.31 says, if God before us, who can be against us? Not even a pharmacy or an insurance company. <laughs> Psalm 118.6 says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? David said, shall I? Of whom shall I be afraid? He's talking about the future. I'm not going to be afraid in the future. Now, we all know from the Psalms that David had times of fear. He did. I think, uh, I'm certainly not a, a doctor or even a psychologist, but I, I think David had some uh, issues with depression. He was up and down like this. He had problems, but he always went to God. He always went to God. And so many of the Psalms start off, David's like, God, it's so bad. Have you forgotten me? What's going on? Help, I'm in trouble here. And by the end of the Psalm, he's praising God. It starts, it's so horrible, it's so awful, and then praise God, he's taking care of me. That's our God. He really is good. So David had confidence in, uh, well, I only covered verse 1, verse 2. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. David saw his enemies fail. You know, at one point, Saul came to get him, and God sent another army to invade Israel, and Saul had to go home and deal with them and leave David. God delivered David over and over and over again. And he talks about his wonderful uh, victory. He recounts a past victory. He remember, remembers past times when God delivered him. And, you know, we need to do that. And it's amazing how fast we forget. How fast we forget. You know, God blesses us. God will bless you financially, and then next thing you're in trouble. Oh, what's going on? It's like, wait, didn't God save you out of something last year? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. In fact, he's done it over and over. You know what? I think he can handle this one too. And he can. But we're, we're quick to forget. I mean, God blesses and blesses and blesses and, and we forget. I, I love the, I haven't read it for several years. I had a, a, several books that uh, I liked to read every year. Well, the list that grew so much I can't get through them in a year and have so many other books to read. Uh, but I read the story of Manly Beasley great man of God. I, I can't even think of the name of the book, but just look up Manly Beasley, and uh, it's his, I don't think it's an autobiography. I believe it's a biography. What a man of God. He had multiple uh, terminal diseases, and God told him, he said, Manly, I will heal you if you want me to, or you can trust me day by day for your life. And he said, if you heal me, I'm afraid I'll forget what you've done for me. So let me trust you day by day. Now, how many of us would say that? I'm not on that list, I'll be honest. Uh, but the things God did, he, he'd be in a hospital and he was supposed to be preaching 
and be in the hospital, and the doctor's like, multiple times they called in the family, he's going to die. But God had promised him, you will see your grandchildren. He's like, I'm not going to die, I don't have grandkids yet. And he would actually leave the hospital against the doctor's orders and go preach and come back to the hospital. It was unbelievable. We, we do tend to forget. And he knew himself. He said, I'll forget if you heal me. So let me trust you every day. God is good. Verse 3, David said, though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. His confidence in God was just amazing. We're going to look at verse 4 and then I'm going to close and Lord willing we'll do the, the last 10 verses next week. Verse 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. One thing. He said, I just want one thing. And it goes right along with what I've read verse 8, to seek his face. I, I just want to, to be in God's house, beholding the beauty of the Lord. God's face. He's, you know what he said? All I want is God. I, I just want to be with God and seek God and look to God and, and just dwell in his presence, in his light. That's all I want. One thing. That's all I want from God. One thing. Not money, not health, nothing else. I just want God. You know, can, can we really say that? There's times when we can. Like, God, all I want is you. There's times when we get right and we just realize, hey, everything else is just junk. You know what? It's just junk. You know, I finally looked at it and said, why am I fighting this pharmacy? It's going to cost me more money to go to CBS. You know what? It's only money. Money's not everything. I love uh, Billy Franklin, former member here. The military moved him away on us. Uh, he used to say, it's only money. You get more every two weeks. <laughs> you know, it's the truth. It's only money. You get more every two weeks. Don't worry about it. And yeah, it cost me an extra $150 to go to CVS. I should have paid that a lot sooner and saved a lot of aggravation. And I mean, hours and hours on the phone. Uh, uh, your time, you realize your time is absolutely the most valuable thing you have. Time, they say time is money. No, time is worth so much more than money. A million dollars can't buy you one minute. You cannot buy time. You can use time to make money, but you cannot use money to get time. Your time is the most valuable thing you have and the Bible tells us redeeming the time because the days are evil. The days are evil. We are to use our time wisely. Seek God. Seek his face. Just take some time this week to, to get before God and say, God, no, I don't want anything else. I just want you. I just want you. I just want to dwell in your presence. Now, 
Christians, we're always in his presence, but we don't remember it. We get too busy. Just stop and enjoy God. Spend time with him. Sing praises. Get on your face and worship him. Just bow down to God and say, God, I love you. I love you. I love you. You're so good. He's been so good to me. You know that. He's been so good to me. So much better than I deserve, that's for sure. Oh, as uh, I can't even think of his name. Jacob said, I'm not worthy of the least of the mercies, the goodness that you've shown me. Not worthy of anything. God's just good. Well, let's pray. Father, thank you. You're so good. God, I love David said, when you said, seek ye my face, his immediate response was, thy face, Lord, will I seek. And God, you're saying that to us. Seek my face. I was challenged this morning by, that, by Alex, precious young man, but he loves you. He's serving you in St. Vincent. Bless him, God. Thank you for him. And Thank you for the group I had this morning. It was such a blessing to me. God, help us to seek your face. That's what really matters. Bless us as we go, Lord. Use us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.